You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 145. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Porterfield, and today we are talking about webinars. But we are starting at the very beginning with the topic and the title, a crucial starting point that sends most people down what I like to call the entrepreneurial rabbit hole. So choosing a webinar topic and deciding on a title is an important step of the webinar creation, but likely not for the reason you think it is. See, the thing is, it's important to nail down your topic and title because it's the starting point. You really can't do everything you want to do to put together a webinar system if you don't know what the topic's going to be and you don't have a really solid title nailed down. It's just where everything starts. However, you don't have to have the most perfect title and you don't have to have the most perfect topic to make this work. Now, they've got to be good, and that's why I've dedicated an entire episode to this. But if you, let's say, miss the mark just a little, all the other stuff you do to create your system, like putting together a stellar webinar slide deck with your amazing content, following up with really good email copy, writing great email copy for your registration page and your confirmation page, and doing some really good Facebook ads, That's where it's really going to count. However, again, like I said, you've got to start at the beginning, and that's why the topic and title are so important. Now, here's the deal. Since this is an area that most people will spend way too long actually working it out, I have a challenge for you. Starting right now, right this second, I want you to allow yourself 72 hours to make these two decisions, topic and title. That's just three days. And then you're moving on because like I said, I'd rather you spend way more time on that webinar slide deck content and all the other stuff that's going to make you have an amazing, successful webinar system that you can do over and over and over again. So although the topic and title are important to get you started, it actually is easier than you think. Well, easy enough if you have the how-to behind it, and that's what this episode is all about. So I'm quickly going to walk you through what to do when you are choosing a topic, the things to think about, what to consider, and just the overall how-to. And then I'm going to walk you through crafting a title based on your topic. And then we'll get to the good stuff. Once you have your topic and title, I want you to review 13 questions that I use for all my topics and all my titles to ensure that I've nailed it, that I really got it right. Now, listen up because this part's important. Because you'll likely be using those 13 questions later, I'm going to go over them now, but you're going to want to pull them out once you have your topic and title actually on a piece of paper thinking, okay, this is the way I'm going to go. Now I'm going to use the 13 questions to evaluate if I've nailed it. I figured you're going to need these 13 questions written up for you so you have them ready. That's why they are the cheat sheet for today's mini training. 
So to get the 13 questions, plus what I've added in this cheat sheet is a little bit of troubleshooting. So you need to be answering yes to each of the 13 questions I'm going to talk about in this episode. But let's say you answer no in the cheat sheet. I'm going to give you some troubleshooting tips and tricks so that you can fix the mistake and keep moving on. So that's what you'll get in the freebie that you won't get in this episode. So to get the 13 question freebie, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash one, four, five download amyporterfield.com forward slash one, four, five download, or you can just text the phrase one, four, five download to the number three, three, four, four, four. Okay. So let's go ahead and dive in to your topic and title. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. First, we're going to talk about the webinar topic. Here's what you need to know. Your topic needs to be irresistible, relevant, and actionable and focused on just one thing to grab your audience's attention instantly. Now, I want to tell you a quick story because I learn best when I get in the trenches and I actually do this. Now, one of the things that has built my business is I really only teach what I know and what I've done in my own business. So of course, I've created many webinar topics and titles, but it's been a while since I started from scratch. And recently, I helped a friend who's more like a family member come up with her webinar topic and title. Now, it was good for me because it was a topic that I wouldn't know how to teach. She is a matchmaker by trade, and she does one-on-one consulting for matchmaking, and she's recently created an online training program to take her one-on-one business to one-to-many. And it's about dating and really dating based on the philosophies and principles she's learned in the self-help world from Tony Robbins, Deepak Chopra, and so many others. So it has a really unique twist to it. So she created her online training program. And then I said, okay, I'll help you with your webinar. And we had to sit and start with the title and topic. I was thinking we'd sit down for an hour, hash it out, and we'd be done. But it didn't really happen that way. And we sat down for an hour and she had all these ideas and she's very close to her content. Meaning like sometimes you get too close to your content that you get deep into it and you can't think strategically. And not that she can't think strategically, but I will say I had to kind of pull it out of her because she's more into her content than the strategy of marketing. I think some of you can relate. So because of that, I had to talk to her about the principles of creating a topic and title. 
but we still struggled through it. She came up with a few ideas. I asked her a few questions, but it felt entirely too messy. So I said, okay, we're going to meet in a few days. Let's come back to this. And in the meantime, I went through my arsenal of all my webinar tips and secrets and strategies and pulled out everything I've ever taught about titles and topics because I had to review it for myself. I thought something didn't seem very streamlined about the process we went through. I need to kind of go back to the principles of what it takes to create a good topic and a title. So that's how this episode kind of came about because I got organized again and I thought this would be a great episode to teach on a podcast now that I've been through the process again. So with that, I want to go over three principles that helped my friend and I get to her topic and title. And I'll share a little bit more about that process as we get into each of these, but I think they'll help you get started in the right direction. So three principles for your topic. Number one, your topic must lead to a desired result. So the desired result can be a mindset shift, a new opportunity, a physical shift, a new behavior. I want you to ask yourself, if I were to ask my ideal, perfect potential customer, what do you really want? What would he or she say? Now, the answer to that question is not necessarily your webinar topic. Here's where it gets a little bit tricky. Let's say that I asked my friend, what does your ideal potential customer really, really want? Her answer was the solution that she gives in her online training program. So they want to find love. They want to do it in an authentic way. They want to be their best selves and put their best selves forward so that they can attract the person that was meant for them. So that's what she teaches in her course. So she got frustrated and said, well, I can't teach that in my webinar if I'm teaching it in my course. So I said, okay, let's step back a little bit. And when your ideal audience is talking about a challenge, a problem, something they're frustrated with, what do they usually say? And she started to say, well, they definitely struggle with online dating and attracting the right people and always attracting a guy that's totally unavailable. And they're not really sure if this is a red flag or if that's a red flag. So we started to talk about all these different things. And then she started to text some of her friends that were in the dating world now and kind of running things by them. So it became really interactive as I asked this question of her. And what she realized is that she can get out in front of her solution. So if her solution is how to find your happily ever after and do it in a way that really feels good to you, she said, okay, well, there's some things that they struggle with to get there. And those things became some of our webinar topic ideas, things like how to put together a really good dating profile and different things like how to identify the red flags when you're dating or how to get the conversation started. So we started to throw out these ideas and then came to more of an overarching topic. So let's get into the next principle and I'll kind of share that with you. So principle number one was your topic must lead to a desired result. Principle number two, the more complicated you make it, the more difficult it is to grab your audience's attention. So there's so much you want to share. I totally get it, but I want to encourage you to refrain from sharing too much because it's going to become completely overwhelming. Not only is your title going to become overwhelming, just your topic in general. 
So as my friends started throwing out all these ideas, my goal was to say, okay, what's the overarching kind of topic that all those can fit under? So she started to say, okay, well, I know that they want to be more authentic in a really inauthentic dating world. So right there, she loved that one. She said, I'm really tied to that, how to be authentic in an inauthentic dating world. And she said, the reason why that one comes to mind is because I can teach them different ways to be authentic, like how to change their profile that really shows who they are or how to start a conversation in a way that doesn't feel really fake or how to put your best self forward on a first date. Even what you wear, what you say, how you show up, all of that, I could teach them how to do that in a more authentic way. And so that's when we started to kind of get down to it. So with principle number two, how to relate it back to your own stuff is that if things feel complicated, if you have all these ideas, start to try to find a pattern. Do some of these ideas you have for a webinar topic, could they fit under a bigger umbrella? Like my friend did with all these different dating tips. Well, really, she said, it's about dating authentically in an inauthentic dating world. So we kind of got closer there. And then principle three is give away some of your best stuff. Now, my friend here didn't struggle with this. She'll give it all away, which I love. But sometimes people struggle with this. And I remember when I was just starting out, when Evan Pagan, who kind of came up with this whole idea, I feel like, at least in my time he did, where he started to talk about giving your best stuff away for free, I get frustrated because I'd say, well, if I gave all my best stuff away for free, I'd have nothing to sell. But what I've learned along the way is one, there's more where that came from. That's kind of a mantra I live by when it comes to content. If I have one great idea, I can promise you another piece of content is going to come from that. So I'm never in a place of scarcity with content as long as I keep fueling my brain with the books and podcasts and ideas from other people that kind of get me going and inspired. I'll always come up with new content. But the second thing is, if you put something in a webinar, that doesn't mean it can't go in your, let's say, online training course. In fact, I teach topic and title inside my course webinars that convert. One, I teach it in a little bit of a different way that has a better flow with my course. And also, I teach it in a specific order. So one of the things that why people buy my courses is because I walk them through step-by-step action by action. So they don't just know how to do it, but when to do it. And that's huge when you're building an online marketing funnel in general, like a webinar system. So don't be afraid to share some of your content in a webinar that might be in more detail or taught in a different way in your course. Because I'm always adding bells and whistles in a course that I might not do in, let's say, a podcast episode that's free. So just don't be afraid of giving your best stuff away for free. And I promise you, you will stand out above everybody else. So I've got this mantra before I go on any live webinar. I say to myself, no matter if they buy or not, they walk away today feeling inspired, excited, and driven to take action. I say that once, twice, maybe three times, depending on how nervous I am about a live webinar. And it just puts me in a place that I'm going to not hold back. I'm going to give my best stuff away for free. And then my hope is always that I'm going to knock their socks off so they think, holy cow, if this webinar is free and this content is that good, imagine what the paid stuff looks like. And when your audience starts to say that, you start to sell more programs because you showed up to do the work. 
So just something to think about. So those principles, again, when you're starting to think of your topic, principle number one, your topic must lead to a desired result. Principle number two, the more complicated you make it, the more difficult it is to grab your audience's attention. Principle number three, give away some of your best stuff. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products, and I want to talk about Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing. 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. Now I want to move into your webinar title, specifically choosing an irresistible webinar title your audience can't resist. Now, the reason that I teach these together is because before you come up with your topic, I also want you to hear my tips and strategies around a title because the two work hand in hand, of course, and I think you need to see the big picture before you sit down and do a brainstorming session to come up with your title. So the first tip I want to share with you is that every word counts in your title. So when you get too wordy in a webinar title, things get way too confusing and you overwhelm your audience. So after you've crafted a few webinar topics, you want a few options. I think a few options are good. Plus, I'm going to give you a little strategy to play with a few options. So let's come up with, let's say, three different 
webinar topics and titles, I want you to look at every single word in that title and ask yourself, is it worth it? Now, trigger words are always a safe bet. So if you use some action words, words that inspire, words that are really descriptive, that's going to help you out immensely in your title. So I want you to think about that. Every word counts. Now, the second tip is be as specific as possible. So specificity is the name of the game when choosing a successful webinar title. The best webinar titles focus on just one concept and use descriptive words to vividly paint the picture. Now, I'm going to give you a few examples, but before I want to take you back to my friend and her whole dating webinar topic title process she went through. So she came up with a few different ones. And like I said, one was about being an authentic dater in an inauthentic world, or I think it was like something like being an authentic dater in an inauthentic dating world. And she knew a lot of the women because she related to women would totally relate to that. And I told her, I like the concept. We were going to survey to make sure her audience liked it. And I'll get to that in a moment. But I said, that's not enough. It's not specific enough to make people say, oh, I get it. I get what you're going to teach me. So with that, she needed a subtitle. So for those of you who need a little bit more than just a title to be specific and make it inspirational or exciting or interesting or whatever word you want to use for your title, you've got to make it punch. In order to do that, a subtitle would be perfect. So I have three examples for you to have subtitles. So I'll do those first. And these aren't related to dating. These are other topics. So the first one, when we're talking about being specific, how to book 10 coaching clients in 10 weeks. So that's the title, how to book 10 coaching clients in 10 weeks. The subtitle is The Simple Portfolio Trick That Makes New Bookings Effortless. So notice there's some good words in there. Simple, trick, effortless, but also there is a subtitle to make it more specific. I am a big lover of subtitles when you need them, so don't hesitate to play around with that. So here's another one. I lied. This one is about dating. I forgot I included this in here. This one didn't make the cut. I'll share the one that made the cut in a minute, but this one was a contender. The title was Raise Your Dating IQ. The subtitle, Leave the Fear, Frustration, and False Starts in the Past and Fast Track Your Way to Love. Now, the reason I really like this one is the play on the Fs. There's something kind of lyrical about leave the fear, frustration, and false starts in the past. So you can play off that for sure. Also, she says fast track. And as I was asking her a bunch of questions, I was saying, okay, so what's one of the struggles? And she said, well, for some, it just takes too long. It's taking too long and they're frustrated. So that's where she came up with fast track. That's why you want to really play with this. That's why I want to give you three days to do it because you want to kind of have the conversations with people, people you trust, maybe your ideal client, which would be even better, but you want to play around with a few things in order to really get it right. So options are good. So again, I'd love to see you come up with three different topics and three different titles because the third tip I have for you 
is to survey your audience on social media. Now, here's the thing. If you're feeling stuck and you're just not sure if you've nailed down the right topic and title, then this is a perfect practice for you to put into play because you're going to get some amazing feedback for sure. So for those of you who already have a webinar topic and title, but you're not having a lot of success with it, I'd love to see you go back and brainstorm two more topics with the title and put all three on social media and do a survey. So you can do this on Facebook and Twitter. You can even do this with Insta stories and make a video about it or anywhere else you want to put it. The goal is to get out in front of your ideal, perfect audience for your webinar because they are choosing the webinar topic. Now, two things happen when you survey something like this. Number one, you get awesome feedback from the people that matter the most, those that hopefully are going to be signing up for your webinar. And when you ask for feedback, you might just say, okay, pick the title you like best, but most often people will tell you why they chose that title. You don't even need to ask them to do it. Many people will just volunteer that information, which gives you even more information to work with. So that's the number one reason why surveys work great for something like this. The number two reason is kind of like icing on the cake. And that is when you eventually do come out with your webinar, those people that helped you choose a title feel like they're invested in this. They're part of it. And they're more likely to come along the journey with you and sign up for your webinar. Now, another thing about the icing on the cake is that when you ask people about your webinar topics and titles, you get the opportunity to tease that something great is coming soon. And I always love the opportunity to talk about something when I'm working on it, just to kind of prime the pump a little bit and let my audience know what's coming down the pipeline. So this is exactly what we did with my friend in her dating topics and titles. So after we had like seven of them, because she had a lot of ideas, let me tell you, after we had about seven, maybe eight or nine of them, I said, okay, let's choose just three of them. And we made a graphic on Canva. So we just went on Canva and found a graphic that might just stand out with a good border and literally just copied and pasted the three titles. And I put one, two, and three next to the titles. And she posted on Facebook because that's where most of her audience is. And she said, I'm passionate about helping you date smarter and more authentically in the new year. And as a first step, I'm creating a free live workshop just for you question. And the word question is all in caps because we wanted it to stand out. Which topic below would help you the most right now? And I think that's the exact question you can ask in your post. Question, which topic below would help you the most right now? And then she said in the comments, just post the number next to the topic you like best. And also, if you want to share this with other single ladies, please do. The more insight I get, the better. So it was a really short post. That's important. You can't write too much because then people are going to get lost in your post and not even help you because they're going to get distracted. Write just a little bit to get people to take action. And the key point here is that we were not asking them why they chose that one or talk about your challenges. Tell me this or that. We just said, just post the number next to the topic you like best. If you ask them to do just a little, they'll do that and many will do even more, like give you some extra insight. But if you ask too much of them, they'll likely not participate. It's just a little thing that has gone a long way when I do surveys. So I wanted to share that with you. 
So basically, she just posted that on her Facebook page. And like we suspected, she got a lot of feedback, not just the numbers, but people were saying, well, I like this, but I also like this. And then they started to kind of piece things together because she had title and subtitle. So they started to say, well, I like this title, but I'm really interested in this subtitle. They might not have called it title and subtitle, but they pointed out the topics they liked the best. So they kind of started to pull apart her three different options, which was okay because it gave her something to work with. So what happened was the example she put up there actually morphed into something new after she got her survey. And she didn't get tons and tons of people to give her feedback. I'm going to guess maybe 30, 40 people after she posted on social media. And then she emailed a few of her ideal customers that she knew would have some good insight. So she kind of really went above and beyond to get the feedback. She collected it all and realized that she had the title and the subtitle, but she needed to play with them and move them around just a little bit. So I'll give it to you just because it's kind of fun to know where people end up with. After about seven to 10 different options that she had, her title that she's actually doing in early February is Raise Your Dating IQ, How to Be an Authentic Dater in an Inauthentic Dating World. Seven simple shifts you can make right now to fast track your way to happily ever after. Now, I want to dissect this a little bit just so you can see how it might play into your own business as you're creating your topic and title. So a lot of the people in the survey said they loved the idea of raise your dating IQ. So right away, we knew that was a good one. But if you were to look at this, you'll see she kind of has a title, subtitle, and subtitle because she has raise your dating IQ. That would be maybe the title. How to be an authentic dater in an inauthentic dating world. Quite honestly, I just said that's the whole title. So it's kind of a little bit of a longer title. The reason why we needed this next part, seven simple shifts you can make right now to fast track your way to happily ever after. The reason she needed to add that is she needed to be more specific. So she's going to give them seven simple shifts and she's going to talk about fast tracking their way to what they want happily ever after. So I want to show you that this definitely took us 72 hours going back and forth, talking to her audience, surveying, playing with the words, taking some out, adding some in, but she got it. And here's the magical thing. When you nail down your title, you feel like everything else can now fall into place. And even though that's not totally true, you can work on some other pieces of your webinar system without having the topic and title nailed down, but it's difficult. And it's a little bit of a mindset shift where it feels like game on. So I physically saw in her because we got to sit side by side when we finally came up with it. And I said, this is it. This is your title and your subtitle. We are done. And you could just see she kind of sat up a little bit straighter in her seat. She had this huge smile on her face and it felt like it was finally real. And I think that's why I wanted to talk about topic and title with you so much, because once you nail it, it feels real. And when it feels real, game on. All the other stuff starts to fall into place. So that's why I think this part is just so incredibly important. But again, 72 hours. And the reason I brought that up in the beginning and I keep mentioning it is I had to do that for her. So it was late one night and she texted me and she's like, well, how about this? Or how about that? And I said, okay, here's the deal. 24 more hours. At this point, we had 
two days in. I said, 24 more hours and we're done with this. So do whatever you want. Ask whoever you want to ask, but we are going to nail it down tomorrow night. And I think that gave her permission to say, okay, I need to be done with it. Because as entrepreneurs, sometimes it's hard to say we're done with anything that we feel is important in our business. So that's why you want to put these constraints on yourself. I do it to myself all the time. I'm only allowed to work on these podcast notes until three o'clock today. And then I've got to record it. I I play this game in my head all the time because I know I want to make it better all the time. I want to make it perfect, but it doesn't always have to be perfect to be really, really valuable. Okay. So here's what I want to say to kind of wrap this up and then get into those 13 questions. Sometimes having some title formulas will help you with your webinar title. And so I thought I'm going to give you three of my favorites so that it could kind of breathe some inspiration into this process for you. So the number one way I love to craft webinar titles is with a how-to focus. Now that is perfect for my brand. I'm the how-to girl. I show you how to do it step-by-step, action-by-action. So this one speaks to me, of course, but people are always fascinated with how to do it. And I think in the online marketing world, especially in my industry, what's missing is the how-to. People talk about the big ideas and what to do, and you should run out there and try this and try that. Yeah, but how do I even get started? So I think how-to in my industry is important, but in so many different industries, I bet some of you can relate as well. So here's an example. How not to lose students over summer. Discover how busy studios keep 85% of their students with this four-step system. Since we're audio and you can't see it, I want to repeat it one more time because listen for the theme of the how-to, listen for the specificity, listen for the detailed words, the trigger words, and how detailed it is for this audience. So this audience, as you can probably figure out, is for a, let's say, dance studio owner that is really worried now that summer comes, everyone drops out of their classes to go on family vacations and have trips and blah, blah, blah. So they're thinking, oh no, I'm worried right now. So the title, how not to lose students over summer, discover how busy studios keep 85% of their students with this four step system. Good. I thought that was a really good one. Okay. Here's another theme that you can use our formula. You can use to get started frequently ask questions. So when you know your audience well and you pay attention to what they ask you, your webinar practically writes itself. Just take those reoccurring questions and comments and you can craft them into a really great solution-oriented webinar title. So this one is also a how-to, but it's based on some frequently asked questions one of my students had. So how to make $5,000 or more a month as a freelancer without taking soul-sucking gigs. These six simple strategies are game changers. So she's specific about $5,000 extra a month as a freelancer, but she gets to the heart of the matter, which is that a lot of her students say, how do I keep doing this without feeling like I'm getting these soul-sucking gigs that I do not want? I'm not doing the kind of business I want to be doing. And she knew that was a topic that kept coming up over and over again. So she addressed it head on to make it really relevant to her ideal potential customer. So when you know the questions you get asked all the time, 
relate that back to your topic and title. And the third formula is what's working now. Now, in this instance, you can use the the behind-the-scenes approach while also showing your audience what you've been doing to get the results that they want. So I love going behind the scenes, showing people what I've done. So if your business kind of is similar in that respect, this is a good one. But the reason why I call this formula what's working now is because you want to think about what is really relevant, what's trending, what is top of mind right now for your audience. The key here is to touch on a topic that's getting talked about a lot. So for example, I have a good friend, Zach Spuckler. I actually just interviewed him. So you might've heard his episode. Actually, I think it was just last week, 144. And Zach was doing webinars around five-day challenges. Now, one thing I love about Zach is he figures something out. He does it in his business. He gets the results he wants. Then he teaches it. But he does this really quickly. He doesn't like sit on the idea for a year and then teach it because he knows what's hot and relevant at the moment. So with five-day challenges, right away when challenges in the marketing world got really popular, everybody was doing different kinds of challenges, he put his own spin on it and he did a webinar about it. And I think timeliness is important here. And so if you can think of a topic that's very timely to your audience, Now, that is definitely the way to go because it's going to get a little extra attention because it's top of mind for them. So now that I've given you some formulas to play around with, there's a whole bunch of others that you can use, but I just wanted to give you a few to start thinking about. I want to give you those 13 questions that I promise that will help you nail down your winning webinar topic and title. The first six questions are related to your topic. And then the next seven questions are related to your title. Now, remember, I'm going to go over these quickly, but I put them into a cheat sheet and then I've given you some troubleshooting tips if you get stuck. So the goal of these 13 questions is to answer yes to all of them. But if you answer no to any of them, I want to give you some troubleshooting tips to move forward. That's all in the cheat sheet. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 145 download amyporterfield.com forward slash 145 download. Or if you like to text, just text the phrase 145 download to the number 33444. Okay. So really quickly, here's the questions. I want you to hear them once. And then I want you to get the download, print it out and use it when you're ready. Question number one, have you heard your ideal potential customer talk about the exact topic you've chosen for your webinar? So if no, you may need to dig a little bit deeper. At some point, you need to make sure that they've had a conversation around a challenge, a need, a want, an opportunity related to the topic that you've chosen. Number two, is your topic focusing on just one thing? So there's got to be like an overarching one thing in your webinar topic. Your title can have a title and a subtitle and talk about seven different things to XYZ, but that XYZ, that's your one thing. So you got to make sure it's there. Here's another question. Did you choose a topic that you feel confident you can teach in detail? Now I've been here before where I've chosen a topic and then it just isn't coming together. And I realized I'm not the expert in this topic. I don't know why I chose it. I got a little too overzealous. This doesn't feel good to me. So you want to make sure whatever topic you choose, you have, this is the next question. Did you choose a topic where you can easily include stories, imagery, and insights to make the topic actionable to your audience? 
So if you're not comfortable with the topic, you're likely not going to have just stories that roll off your tongue and examples you can share and imagery and all that good stuff. You know, you nailed your topic when it's easy to teach. It might not be easy to put together your slide deck. That's kind of an art that you get better at over time, but the topic has to be easy for you because you know it well. Number five, did you choose a topic that is broad enough to attract a large audience yet targeted enough to provide actionable advice that attendees can implement? So you don't have to get so specific that a large part of your audience won't be able to relate or they won't be attracted to the topic. But again, I'm going to read that. You want to choose a topic that's broad enough to attract a larger piece of your audience, maybe not all of them, but but a larger piece of them, yet targeted enough to provide actionable advice. So that's where the words you choose, the trigger words, the specificity comes in play because it has to be targeted enough to really be actionable. And the sixth question is, is your topic aligned with what you plan to sell on your webinar? This is a big one. And I didn't get into this in a lot of detail when it came to your topics. I wanted to talk about it here. So again, is your topic aligned with what you plan to sell on your webinar? In other words, after you teach your topic, is your product or program that you're selling on the webinar the next logical step? So whatever you teach on your webinar, you need to make sure that you can make a smooth transition, something like, If you're excited about this opportunity, you finally see how it can all come together. You know you can take action here, but you want to go deeper. You want to know exactly how to do it, or you want someone to go on this journey with you and show you step by step or whatever you want to say there. You would then say, I want to then introduce you to my brand new program, XYZ. So there's got to be that alignment so you can easily transition. If you love this, you're going to love this. If you love this free content, you're going to want to buy my program. You're not going to say it like that, but you get the point. So that's a big one when it comes to your topic. Okay. So now transitioning into the final seven questions related to your title. So number one, are there any unnecessary words used in your title that you can just totally eliminate? Every word, word by word. Is this word needed? Is it important? Can I change it around and have less words? Less words in your title, the better. The title that we ended up for my friend was probably way too long. Again, it doesn't have to be perfect. It will do the trick. She probably won't use the subtitle on all her marketing and her Facebook ads and all that good stuff. So she can use like an abbreviated title when needed. Again, doesn't need to be perfect, but make sure every word counts. Number two, if your title feels too long, can you break it into a title and subtitle? So that's exactly what we did with hers. That's what you might want to do with yours. Number three, are you using descriptive words that will ignite excitement, interest, inspire, and or grab attention? All of the above or a few of those, but you need to make sure you're using very descriptive words. I call these trigger words. Number four, Are you using the exact words that your potential customer uses when talking about their challenge or desire or opportunity or whatever it is? So I love to do this. I love to survey my audience, like in a bigger sense of surveying and really pay attention to the words they use. So my audience uses profits over revenue. So both of them kind of mean the same thing, but they tend to say profits They also say customers versus clients. So these are little things that I've learned along the way. They go a long way. 
So I want you to really make sure you're using the words they would use. When I did this exercise with my friend, she'd say things and I'd say, are they really saying that? This is what I always love to say to a student. Late at night, your potential customers laying in bed thinking about this challenge they're having, are they going to say to themselves, blah, 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 however you've worded it? Would they really say that? Usually the answer is no, they wouldn't say that. You need to kind of make it simpler most of the time or get a little bit more gritty or real. So ask yourself, are they really using those words you've put in your title? Here's another one. Is your title specific and detailed enough? Now, I added this one. It might sound like some of the other ones I've mentioned, but what I mean is, is it specific and detailed for your audience? So can you say that you can do this in six days or 60 days, or can you talk about a certain dollar amount or a certain amount of pounds or whatever you're talking about? So for me, one of my masterclasses is how to confidently create your first online course in 60 days. Now, I would never say 60 days if I didn't sit down for a whole week and map out how to get it done and put it together in a worksheet. So I said, okay, yeah, this really can be done in 60 days. So you got to be very honest with the numbers you throw out there. But if you can do it in my friend's case, she did the seven simple shifts. So she made it specific and she used a trigger word shift because she knew her audience wanted to make that shift. So that's another example of specific and detailed. Number six, does your title promise a result? So go back and make sure that you are promising something because whether they buy or not, at the end of that webinar, they need to walk away with something that they can take action on. Really important. This is true to my heart. They have to walk away feeling like, all right, I can give that a try. They won't have every answer. You don't go on one of my masterclasses and walk away and you can do an entire webinar funnel, but you're very clear about how to get started what's included in the pieces that you'll need. So now you feel like it's doable. And then in my program, my paid program, I walk you through step-by-step. So that's really important. And the final question is, did you choose three topics and three possible titles for those topics and survey your audience to get their feedback and insight? Even if 10 people give you feedback, at least gets the conversation going and people are going to see it and not respond. So it plants a seed. Oh, she's got something coming up. That's kind of cool. I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention to that. So I would do it on a few different social media sites. I'd make a video on Insta stories. I do a Facebook live. I would go all out. If I struggled with getting enough people to survey, I would use all my resources to get as much feedback as possible. Remember the key to surveys, make it really, really easy for them to respond. So there you have it. The 13 questions to ask yourself to nail down a winning webinar topic and title. Again, to get that cheat sheet and some troubleshooting tips, if you get stuck along the way, go to amyporterfield.com forward slash one, four, five download amyporterfield.com forward slash 145 download, and you can grab it right away. Here's the last thing that I'll leave you with. Nothing, absolutely nothing has truly moved the needle in my business until I cracked the code on webinars. And then I incorporated all the other stuff I do in my business around the foundation of webinars. Now today, webinars are the backbone of my business model. And they allow me consistent revenue, freedom to build the kind of business that I always wanted and never thought was possible, and also 
Webinars give me the ability to make a massive impact in other people's lives. And that's saying something. That's what it's really all about. One thing I know for sure is that I definitely am not extra special. Sure, I've been doing this for a long time and I've perfected the craft of webinars, but that doesn't mean I've got something up on you that you can't get started and make webinars the foundation in your business as well. And it starts with the webinar topic and title, and now you have the how-to at your fingertips. Remember my challenge, 72 hours and put it to rest. Good luck in everything you do related to your webinars and your online business. And I cannot wait to connect with you again next week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 